You stupid owl, I'll smack you in the face. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast. So we know there is a lot of stress and anger uh, yeah. to do with the flood situation. Bit of good news though. We've heard that most parts of the water has already receded. Yes. But I'm sure the damages are still astronomical. Yeah, but it is going to continue to rain. So we will keep you updated um, and try to help you as mm-hmm. much as possible. But uh, we will try to also <laughs> keep the funnies going because we that's us, right? We want to make you yeah. happy. We are Fly FM. We are yeah. known for our funny stories and our jokes. Mm-hmm. But we also understand the sentiment. So we're going to try our best. It's a very strange line we're trying to straddle here, huh, Juanita? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so maybe I'll start with just what happened to me over the weekend. Yeah. Um, I went to a food court. What? Douglas <laughs> live at a food court? Never. What happened to you? Excuse me. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still Dougie from the block. <laughs> Yeah, so I went to a food court And so we know lah Food court The general behaviour of people Are a bit different yeah. They are more relaxed I think in a food court uh, yeah. All the apes are there <laughs> <laughs> In their apet uniform The shorts and the yeah. singlet Correct. There was one table <laughs> Of our uncles uh-huh. uh, They were having a merry time I was just chit-chatting However there was one uncle That uh, I think was a bit more liberal With his use of language <laughs> You oh, know what I mean okay. Yeah he would uh, let out a, a curse word They weren't fighting you know <laughs> They were having a good time Just chit-chatting Yeah but he just liked to use this one Cantonese curse word, yeah. which is very harsh. Uh, but in English, it means your whole family die. Oh, okay. like like a curse, lah. Yeah, yeah, it's one of those words where if you hear it, if you say it, uh, people will really take offense, one. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. among friends, I guess it was okay. He was just, so he let lose that word a few times. People mm. around him, even myself, I was there. Ah, yeah, don't uh, use this word. You know, people <laughs> eating and then got children around. Oh man! And there was uh, a table next to him, a mother and a son. The son is about maybe eight, nine years old. Uh-huh. And she was really upset because he's using all these bad words when the son is there, right? Exactly. So she turns around, stares at him a few times. Yeah. <laughs> he, what? Don't know. <laughs> Eventually, oh, she couldn't take it. She marched up to him. Wow. She was like, but very, very polite. She was like, mm. hey, can you please, in Cantonese, can you please mind your language? My son is here. Okay. The uncle didn't want to give you no. The uncle was like, "Hey, you mind your own business, lah. I never go there and say how you should, how you should talk, how you should eat, all." And I had a bit of a tense exchange. Oh, I was like, "Oh, please don't escalate oh, to no. a fight and all," because you know I'm still eating. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's but, all about you, Douglas. <laughs> but then, what happened after that was yeah. the kid. Gets up to go and defend his mom. Oh, the kid goes to the table and says, "Hey, you don't score my mother, ah! Huh? Your whole family die." <laughs> exactly. At, at that point, I think it was so shocking that everyone just laughed. Yeah, it broke the tension. Uh. So eventually, uh, you know, it brought down the the tension level. Yeah. And uh, the guy, the guy apologized. He was very nice to him. He was like, he apologized. Okay. He said, "Hey, boy, you don't say that word, ah, uh, please, ah. Uh. Only right. uncle can say that word." <laughs> so I guess what I'm trying to say here is, you know, mm. as older people, we have to think we're protecting our children. Yeah, you know, hey, don't do this, don't behave this way after the children see. You know, don't don't say this word after the children hear. No, man, half the time the children already know. <laughs> exactly. They know much more than what we give them credit for. Fly FM. We know that there's been more floods in KL, Selangor, and other parts of Malaysia. Latest yeah. update is that there are about 500 people now at the flood relief centers, and unfortunately, reports say that the rain will continue. So we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. 
possible. If you have any info that you think could help, we're open to calls as well. We're zero three seven seven two four double one double four. But in the meantime, we'd still like to try uh, to make you laugh because that's yeah. who we are. Uh, we're yeah. a comedy station, uh, mm-hmm. and we were talking about kids yeah. and how they tend to surprise us sometimes. Correct. Now neither Douglas and I have kids of our own, but our siblings have babies. Mm. Maybe this doesn't apply to everyone, but that kind of is like having kids of your own, right? Having nephews and nieces, mm. <laughs> except you can return them. You know, being an aunt and uncle uh-huh. is the best. Like most of the time, the kids prefer you to their own parents anyway, <laughs> right? Yeah, I have an abundance of nephews and nieces, but I have one nephew in particular that's so so sweet. He's like contemplative, very smart, very gentle, and he's very timid. Is you he know? like the manja type? Uh? Yeah, super. Manja. One day I was watching him play outside though with his brother climbing and swinging and then suddenly I heard him say you stupid or I'll smack you in the face. <laughs> what happened to gentle and timid? <laughs> yeah I got a shock lah. I didn't expect it from him at all and they had like a <laughs> mini slow motion fight you know punching and kicking each other. Did you jump in to stop the fight? No lah. Let them fight lah. They're boys. Uh, you see this is the problem you see now. <laughs> when they are kids eh, you are all like no, let them rough it out lah. Boys will be boys. Then when they become men, you're like, hey, why are you men? Ah? All like violence and all fighting. Ah? Because you all didn't stop us when we were boys. Fly FM. We know that there's been more floods in KL, Selangor and other parts of Malaysia. Reports say that the rain will continue. So we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. If you have any info that you think could help, we're open to calls. Maybe you need help yourself. Call us as well. Our number is 0 3-7-7-2-4-1-1-4. But we're also trying to make you as happy as possible since we are a comedy station. Correct. They'll bring you news and make funnies out of it. Mm. Now, um, I was on TikTok yesterday, right? And I saw this guy sharing about his MRT experience. Right. I can't imagine if this happened to me, man. I'd be so scared and someone would have deaf gotten pepper sprayed nicely. You, you carry pepper spray in your bag, one? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Then talk only, okay? What happened? Now, this guy, Adrian, was at an MRT station and three scammers came up to him while he was, like, waiting for his train. Which station is this that has oh. so many scammers with Bandar Baru Bohong? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> he was at the Merdeka MRT heading towards Bukit Bintang. And how long was he waiting for his train in that station that up to three people could come and scam him? That's the thing. Only four minutes. Oh. The conversations happened really fast, though, I think. So, the first scammer said he got cheated by a friend and needed bus money to go back to Johor, right? Yeah, then when that he- before. <laughs> when agent said he didn't have any money The scam guy asked if they could go to the ATM To withdraw money So brazen Yeah, after that he walked off But another tall guy came up to Adrian Said the exact same thing <laughs> And he also got cheated by a friend These scammers all studied in the same school Why the script all the same one? Yeah, exactly right So Adrian freaked out a bit yeah. la. He walked to the other side of the platform And another guy came up to him And asked for 20 bucks That's when his train arrived And he quickly like got on it and child. So were the scammers caught or not? Um, he did make a report as soon as he got to his destination and uh, the latest update is that Rapid KL's special action team, I didn't even know they had one, <laughs> has gotten in touch with him. Uh, they said they're going through the CCTV footage of what happened and they're looking into the matter. So that's good news. We should do a movie about this but make it international. <laughs> you know, first the victim gets approached by a Malaysian. Nah, uh-huh. We start local. Then someone stole my wallet. Uh, I need 20 bucks to go to JB. The typical story. Uh-huh. Then suddenly, right, a Nigerian Prince shows up. <laughs> this is Father 
just died. I had billions in a bank account, but he cannot access it. And it just so happens our victim miraculously shares his same last name. Oh my goodness! And then finally a Korean shows up and goes, "Hey, you want to join Squid Game?" <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that Squid Game punch, man. Fly FM. Now we know that there's been more floods in KL Selangor and other parts of Malaysia. Mm. Reports say that the rain will continue, so we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. If you have any info that you think could help or maybe you need help yourself, we're open to calls. Our number is 0377241144. But we're also trying to make you as happy as possible and make you laugh since we are a comedy station. Yep. Yeah, so we're talking about this story, right? This guy was at an MRT and three guys came up to him trying to scam him all in the span of four minutes. We really have to be very careful nowadays because so many scams yeah. happening daily. Do you hear of the love scam? Why? Uh, where they, you know, they try and get to know you on social media. They build a relationship. Like, it's a it's a long con. Oh. Uh, then they say they want to visit. Then when they arrive in Malaysia, right, they'll say, oh, they sunk at KLI Immigration uh, and you need to help pay the fine but can we do it online? All oh, this nonsense. Man, that's that one... Seems very very real because it's love, right? Yeah. Now one of my friends got a call the other day saying they were from a telco uh-huh. and that I needed to make a payment. So oh, I got wait, wait, wait. Your, your your friend got a call from a telco saying you have to pay. Yeah, exactly. It said they were looking for me that I needed to make a payment. So this seems real. Like why do they know these things and why do they have my friend's number right. looking for me? How do they know we are you know linked? But then I called the telco see if they had maybe any emergency numbers linked to my account. They said no It was probably a scam Sounds like a pretty Dumb scam to me <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Not quite. the dumbest though uh-huh. The dumbest one Is where you get a text Saying that there's This amazing job uh, That you can take Where uh-huh. you get paid Up to 5k a week And all you got to do uh-huh. Is work from home And use your handphone I'm like, What rubbish <laughs> What possible job Can you earn 5k a week And all you need to do Is call people <laughs> I know What Scammer lah <laughs> True also <laughs> Fly F so a certain political party is distancing themselves from an event that some of the members attended because this event featured some rather inappropriately dressed dancers. <laughs> Let me guess, this happened in Johor? Yeah, it did. Uh, you guys are supposed to be focusing on election polls, la, not uh, dancing polls. Hello, uncle. <laughs> Thankfully, no polls were involved, la, but there were burlesque outfits. It was really hey. quite awkward. So the dancers were kind of in their faces. You can see the members of this political party sitting at the long table right in front of the stage <laughs> and three of the burlesque dancers in their corsets, tights and short skirts dancing to Christina Aguilera's He's a sweet talking sugar coat candy man <laughs> <laughs> You sure? That's not an edit or what? No, it's a real deal Now in the backdrop you can see the name of the VIPs there and the back of their heads in the foreground but in a related video by the same source there were shots of them talking to each other sitting right across the dancers no, But did they immediately close their eyes and leave abruptly? Uh, well, the video didn't show that, but <laughs> one of the members said it was not organised by them, but that they were only invited by a local business community. Right. Yeah. He was also sure to clarify that he didn't know about the performance. I mean, yeah, no kidding, right? This was incredibly inappropriate by Malaysian standards. I I've seen some weird stuff at events, uh-huh. and a lot of times, right, you don't know it's happening one. I was supposed to do stand-up for this bank. Yeah. Okay. So the event was uh, actually quite normal at first. But then when it was time for their boss to make his grand entrance, mm-hmm. all the staff stood up and they all had mini flags. Oh, what? <laughs> that they were waving around these mini flags while singing the official anthem. <laughs> and then this 4x4 four four truck drives 
into the auditorium <laughs> with the boss standing on top of the cargo bed What? waving <laughs> to his staff he's smiling and there are four models surrounding him oh it sounds like a cult yeah and then it was so awkward because I had to do stand up after that but not talk about what just happened because I didn't want to hurt their feelings right it was so weird one moment they were normal next moment North Korea no Fly FM Good morning, people's matcha. Hello. Salam peaceful, eh, wanita. I uh, hope everyone is okay because I dengar semalam ada flirt kan. Oh yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Where is my stupid pa? Karim, Karim masuk sini sekarang. Ah, duduk sana diam. Okay. okay. So I'm guessing you're here to talk about the floods. No, uh, I'm oh. actually here to talk about that uh, dancing event. Right, the uh, sexy burlesque dancers. Eh, jangan cakap sexy ya. Eh? Oh. Nanti kadem excited for no reason betul lah. <laughs> no, you see, I don't know why we always kena hantam for things like this. You, uh-huh. know? you know, we just want to support arts and culture. Betul tak? You know, okay. a traditional dance is arts and culture. Burlesque dance is also arts and culture. <laughs> okay. Right? And it was all symbolic, you know, wanita. You don't mm. understand. The baju of the dancers mm-hmm. was uh, ni apa nama, see-through. Uh-huh. Because it represents how transparent we are. Oh, really? Oh, you know, don't don't misunderstand all these things. The thing is, most of the time, uh-huh. the organizers yang salah, they don't tell the VIPs what is happening. Oh. Bukan salah kita. One time, I attended a uh, flood cleanup event. Uh-huh. But they already cleaned the area. Oh. Uh, so what can I do? <laughs> Just pretend lah. I spray sini sikit. Spray sana sikit. <laughs> pretend cangkul a bit, you know. Because if not, how to take photograph, betul tak, Karim? Oh. And cameraman dah berlambat. Tunggu nak ambil gambar. Oh, man. Uh, itulah. Another time is when I went to uh, uh, a very innocent business dinner uh-huh. at a hotel lah with some of my colleagues. Okay. Uh, then ada free buffet, kan? <laughs> okay. So, Pergilah Next thing you know mm. oh, Prime Minister resign lah, Got new ruling party lah Benda nobody told me About those plans oh, To me it was just a regular meeting A buffet at a hotel Where we entered through the back door You know for privacy <laughs> But until now All the netizen blaming us For all sort of trouble Not mm. fair lah Kita tak tahu I see Kita tak tahu Okay Karim Malam nanti kita pergi karaoke Eh <laughs> hey, Don't look at me like that, wanita. We just want to support the music industry. Right. Itu je. Uh, of Cepat course. Lah. Thank you, PM. Bye-bye. Actually, today, I think I might follow the PM, see what he's up to. Fly FM. We know that there's been more floods in KL, Selangor and other parts of Malaysia. Reports say that the rain will continue. So we will be updating you on this situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. Now, if you have any info that you think could help or maybe you need help yourself, we are open to calls Our number is 0377241144 We're also trying to make you as happy as possible Since we are a comedy station Yes we are Now did you hear that this uh, Malaysian movie theatre Restarted a movie to accommodate some latecomers? Uh, what movie was this? The new Batman one <laughs> so, so it's not Batman Returns It's a Batman Restart <laughs> <laughs> But it was terrible Now this uh, latest Batman movie Is just as long as a Bollywood movie If you didn't know Yeah so this guy I went on social media to talk about this. He said they were already 45 minutes into the movie when suddenly it stops and it's restarted again because apparently there were late comers. Oh. So obviously the guy is angry lah because now he has to sit there an extra 
45 minutes <laughs> making the total time like almost 4 hours excuse me our breakfast show is 4 hours long or so what? no one complain as well <laughs> I would if I could honestly <laughs> <laughs> so as I was saying People are now angry Because How can you stop And replay the movie Just because some audience members Walked in late right Like who are these people That they got such special treatment Okay okay wait I understand the sentiment And people are angry Because They probably assume It's a VVIP Or a son of a VVIP right Yeah exactly I think it doesn't help That we see these Double standard practices Almost daily now But but mm-hmm. join me in a thought experiment, okay? What if what if it wasn't a VVIP or uh-huh. a son of a VVIP? What if it was a group of children from an orphanage? Whoa. What if, you know, their one dream was to be able to watch a Batman movie? <laughs> they scraped enough money together Wish. and so they got a bus to take the kids to the theater. But then the bus breaks down <laughs> in the rain. But they're passers by and they come and they're like, we must get these kids to the theater. So they piggyback these kids Whoa. and run through the rain and arrive at the cinema 45 minutes late and they say can you just please start the movie again so these kids <laughs> just want to watch Batman now what would you think of the situation <laughs> if that were true I think they would have made that the public statement because that would have been really good for PR right but no it was apparently because there was c- miscommunication and some people were told that the movie was starting later than it was scheduled yeah whatever hey, anyway Juanita <laughs> I just got a text from my mother yeah. she said she woke up late and missed the first part of the show can we please repeat <laughs> <laughs> what we said at 6 a.m. <laughs> Fly FM. Now we know that there's been more floods in KL, Slango and other parts of Malaysia. Reports say that the rain will continue, so we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. If you have any info that you think could help, or maybe you need help yourself, we are open to calls. Our number is 0377241144. But we are also trying to make you as happy as possible. We're trying to make you laugh since we are a comedy show. Yep. Now, this Malaysian guy was watching Batman, right? He's 45 minutes in already. Then suddenly, the staff stops the movie, <laughs> walks in and says, Sorry, can I start balik? Ah, ada customer lambat. This never happens. Turns out, it was the cinema's fault. Apparently, some kind of miscommunication. But he got us thinking of some pretty confronting cinema stories. Lucky I never could have before. But what happened to you, producer Rachel? <laughs> Hi, guys. Yo. <laughs> so, there was one time I went to the cinema with my cousin. Uh, yeah. I think it was some silly movie like Kung Fu Panda or something. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda. Kung Fu Panda is not a silly movie. Hey, Kung Fu Panda is nice. Yeah, like a fun silly movie. You know? All right, okay. Yeah. So um, the cinema was pretty packed and halfway through the movie, um, my cousin and I, we felt like our entire row of chairs start shaking. Oh, uh, yeah. quick. <laughs> no <laughs> Thank god it wasn't uh, We thought it was the person behind us You know like Accidentally kicked our chairs behind us right. And yeah. you know We just like forgot about it But the shaking continued mm-hmm. And I remember getting so mad And I kept turning around And staring at the guy behind Ooh. me Like glaring at him Give the stare of death <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Stop And the thing is like He looked so confused On why I was giving him the stink eye <laughs> But you know whatever I just turned around And continued watching the movie And the shaking kept Going on and on oh, And man. later on Halfway through the movie, I turned to my left and I realized there was a kid all the way at the end of the row kicking the chair. <laughs> so the whole row was shaking because of this kid. And you blame the wrong fella. Yeah, and I feel so bad. Like thinking back about it, I'm like, Kasia and the guy way. I just like glaring at him and he's probably so confused on what he did. Now here's the thing, right? Rachel seems very soft spoken, but no, okay, she's sassy and she has a very beautiful but intimidating set of round eyes. And <laughs> green. So you know that like, this confident woman don't mess. 
I just think with kids and cinema, <laughs> no, kids and cinemas all lah. I really believe there should be a cinema dedicated to kids alone or kids and their parents. Leave the single people and the childrenless people alone lah. Seriously, you know, <laughs> I was uh, watching the Infinity Wars, the Avengers movie. Yeah. Everyone is looking forward to this movie. Yeah. I bring about 20 minutes in. Suddenly, this baby starts crying, <laughs> and. I swear, but I think 200 people all shushed the baby at the same time. It was like a collective shh. Yeah. And the baby kept quiet. Such was our power. I think even Thanos was impressed. Fly <laughs> FM. Now we are very very aware that there's been more floods in KL, Selangor, and other parts of Malaysia. Reports say that the rain will continue, so we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. If you have any info that you think could help, or maybe you need help yourself mm. we are open to calls our number is 0377241144 now last night we were going through some videos here it's quite scary kucai lama kucai lama sudah tenggelam ah ni depan muamalat depan muamalat ni oh tu dia tu dia tu dia tu dia tu dia hati-hati semua hati-hati semua There was also one uh, video of a guy climbing on top of his car. Yeah. Uh, which looks really super scary. Uh, so far, what we've heard is that the response teams have been pretty fast. I mean, uh, there were people already seen with floats and stuff like that to evacuate people. Yeah. So the response to the flood seems to be quite rapid. However, mm-hmm. the frustration is real, right, Juanita? Because, yeah. I mean, come on lah. There, there's some damages here, but cars will be, uh, you know, out of control. Mission. Correct. The buildings, uh, there were some uh, videos of the hotel lobbies all getting Correct. flooded. Correct. Right? And this, we just experienced this, what, three weeks, no, three months ago? Three months ago, yeah. You were stuck. Right, you couldn't come into the studio because of of the flood. So what's going on, man? Mm-hmm. A lot of people are frustrated. I think we're just like wondering why. Why is this still a problem? <laughs> like a lot of places that were flooded, like uh, the Kuchai Lama uh, mm. Road, Kasas Highway, as well, has never happened before. There was one video of a guy uh, traveling on the opposite side of mm-hmm. the Kasas Highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the side that was next to him was majorly flooded. Water was like flowing over the divider into oh, you know his road, and he yeah. was going wow. Which is in Cantonese means that even my mom can't recognize this. Uh. <laughs> but, yeah, no, but still, uh, you can hear people joking while they're making these videos. Yeah. But the frustration in their voice and the fear is actually really, really real. Yes. Fly FM. We know that there's been more floods in KL, Selangor and other parts of Malaysia. The latest update is that there are about 500 people now at the flood relief centers. Mm. And unfortunately, reports say that the rain will continue. So we will be updating you on the situation and trying and help everyone affected as much as possible as we go along. Now, if you have any info that you think could help, or maybe you need help yourselves, we're open to calls. Our number is 0377241144. We really can't help but feel the frustration yeah. uh, that's being felt by a lot of Malaysians at this point in time because mm-hmm. we've not had an easy time for the last three years. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, the pandemic showed up and then we botched up our initial response. Mm-hmm. And as we dragged on, we're still in phase. For now that businesses are starting again, people are going out again. Then the floods happened. Uh, you know, three three months ago were the really bad ones. Yes, correct. Where you got stuck in in Shah Alam. Yeah, Shah Alam was flooded. Sri Muda was really really bad. And people then, are just starting to recover yeah, and rebuilding their after homes. After you recover from there, and then you get hit by another flood. Correct. Three months later, the loss of items, the loss of property uh, is really mm-hmm. bad enough. Yeah. But it's the frustration of like, 
why are we here in this situation? Yeah. Because uh, you remember not just baru I think it was last year. Mm-hmm. Our minister said uh, that Malaysia is not a country mm-hmm. that uh, will experience uh, what extreme is weather. Extreme weather, right? Yep. Proudly he said that. Yeah, correct. And I don't know lah. Maybe his definition of extreme weather is different lah. Because uh, hey, you know what happened? What three days ago? It snowed ah. Yeah, in KK. <laughs> it snowed on Mount Kinabalu. Yeah. Right now there's flash floods happening here and there. Were you in the Subang area yesterday? Uh, no, I was not. The thunder apparently were like bombs. Yeah, I heard. I heard about this. People like were experiencing thunder so strong that their roofs shook. Mm-hmm. You're telling me it's not extreme weather. There's fish on the streets, man. Yeah. I think what is also a bit upsetting about this is that it was expected. They kind of warned us about this a few months ago that the rain will continue, that floods will happen again. Yes. And um, there's also the arrogance though at the same time because then there are reports coming out saying that, you know, Hey, flood mitigation projects in KL are successful, you know, mm. unlike Slango. So when you hear statements like this, yeah. and you go like, oh, well, okay, I guess that means KL is going to be safe. And then mm-hmm. you see photographs of pavilion and uh, kasas and also yeah, the hotels uh, as well. Jalan Puchai Lama flooded. Correct, correct. Like, are our mitigation projects that good? Well, the test came and I, we clearly failed it. Yeah. Fly FM. Now we know that there's been more floods in KL, Selangor and other parts of Malaysia. The latest update is that there are about 500 people now at the flood relief centres and unfortunately reports say that the rain will continue so we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. Yeah, the rain will continue till March 13th. Right. That's the one I got lah. Right. So if you have any info that you think could help or if you need help yourself, we're open to call 0377241144. If you want to send voice notes though, our number is 0172951144. This one is from someone who was stuck in her office in KL yesterday. So I was working and then um, what happened was we got this uh, alert from our security department saying that the office basement was flooding and they wanted people to move their cars out of the out of basement three and then after that later sent pictures that Masjid Jami and all the other surrounding areas were sort of flooded so I didn't know whether I could get home or not because I take the train from Masjid Jami station so in the end what happened was my colleague and I we took a chance to not go to Masjid Jami but we went to a different station Pazar Rakyat station and managed to get to the, onto the LRT back home it must have been so scary yeah. especially after what we experienced three months ago correct you know prior to that when we there rains there are kind of floods we are like mm, okay it'll pass mm-hmm. but then when the big one happened three months ago I think yeah. now all of us having rain phobia yeah. right last time when we were sleeping we hear rain we are like mm, so nice to sleep now we are like hey better be careful <laughs> man go on Twitter check the news yeah. is it going to flood so many things to take care of but uh, we're trying to help you like I said as we go along we're going to talk to someone who is uh, knowledgeable in flood insurance in for, for cars for right, cars in specifically yeah. in the next hour on Fly FM Fly FM as we know there have been more floods in KL Selangor and other parts of Malaysia we are updating you as much as possible as we go along the show if you need help or if you're looking for help our number is 0377241144 we're also talking about um, 
um, flood insurance policy for cars because that's a serious thing that you know has have concerned people. Well, based on the videos, a lot of cars are stranded on the streets because yeah. the engine muscle IA and all that. Mm-hmm. From what I know, a lot of normal car insurance policies do not cover flooding. Because yeah. I remember uh, my friend Dr. Jason. Yes. He's a bit of a dodo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> most people, the cars right, you get caught in a flood. He drove into one. Right. <laughs> he, was, he was driving and then he saw the water. He was like, "Yeah, I think I can. I think I can look past that." Went mm. in and sunk it. Yeah. And I think it cost him quite a lot of money. So because of the recent floods that are happening yeah. three months ago and then now, mm-hmm. you know, in places that we don't even expect to have floods, it's happening. Uh, these uh, car park basements are getting flooded. No, if your yeah. car is stuck there, yeah, gone, man. Yeah. So I'm definitely thinking of getting flood insurance for my SUV, although. My SUV is supposed to be able to go off-road, go into the river and all that one. Mm-hmm. But hey, based on yesterday's videos, you saw not the police MPV? No, I didn't, I didn't it was see a police, that. A police SUV. Okay. Almost like three-quarter tenggelam, man. Right. Yeah, so so flood insurance is something I think a lot of people, myself included, will be interested in uh, very, very soon. Yeah, we'll be getting a professional to explain properly. Anthony Lim, who is a senior editor at poltan.org. Fly F. Now, we know that there has been more floods in KL, Selangor and other parts of Malaysia. The latest update is that there are about 500 people now at the flood relief centres and unfortunately reports say that the rain will continue. So we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. Now, if you have any info that you think could help or maybe you need help yourself, we are open to calls. Our number is 0377241144. Now, one thing we need to know is how to equip ourselves with flood insurance as this seems to be a recurring issue we're speaking with anthony lim who is the senior editor at poltan.org good morning anthony hi hi, hi. good morning so, thank you for making time to yeah. speak to us because i think a lot of people are interested in getting flood coverage for their cars based on what's been happening in Correct. our country mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we want to know do most car insurance companies give flood insurance um yes i believe all insurance companies uh, offer special perils add-on to a policy Okay. Um, some of them can be limited to only cover floods, while others have expanded coverage, I think, uh, to include other acts of God, which is like mm. landslides, trees, uh, lightning strikes, uh, even volcanoes, I believe. Uh, not that we need them here. Yeah, we po- I hope we don't need them here. Like, who <laughs> knows, man, Anthony, because you know, we've been getting some freaky weather lately. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is. Uh, and it's really not that expensive. I think one of the, the fallacies is that people don't, know enough about this to include that into a policy. They always mm-hmm. believe that it's going to be very expensive. Right. Um, and it's actually only, I think, about one, a 0.1% to 0.5% applied to oh. some insured. Yeah, so right. it, it's, it's, of course, the, the higher the amount insured, the more you pay. But, uh, you know, if you're talking about, say, a 50000 or 100000 car, then you just have to factor in that it's only a, under yeah. 1%. It's definitely worth it, man. Especially now, lah, with with the floods happening so frequently. Yeah. Yes, yes, it is. It is. Um, and of course, there are different rates. So you, I think, buyers need to study and compare them. The, that's also another problem that a lot of people don't uh, are not aware, and they don't really bother until they need something. Right now, we're also going to get into the cost of this insurance and what happens to the NCB after this. Fly FM. We know that there's been floods in KL, Selangor and other parts of Malaysia. Latest update is that there are about 500 people now at the flood relief centres and unfortunately, reports say that the rain will continue. So we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. Now, if you have any info that you think could help or maybe you need help yourself, we're open to calls. Our number is 037724111. 
1144. Now, one thing we need to know is how to equip ourselves with flood insurance for our vehicles, especially as this seems to be a recurring issue. Now, we're speaking to Anthony Lim, who is the senior editor at poltan.org. Our question, though, is now that people's cars maybe have been affected by the floods, is there anything mm. that they can do? If you don't have uh, any coverage and suddenly your car has been impacted by uh, uh, the flood, mm-hmm. uh, then there's really nothing much that you can do except right. to either, you know, get it, see whether how much it will get, it will cost to get it repaired. Right. But that's where I believe that, you, that if you have it, then the insurance adjuster will come and, and look at it and say, you know, uh, if, if you have a special perils add-on, then people will just come and say, okay, look, uh, how much is it going to cost to, to repair this? So let's say I want to get flood insurance now. How much does that affect my current plan? That's the thing. So if if you look at it and say it will add to cost, if some insurance companies will allow the midterm inclusion. Midterm inclusion will, means what? Sorry. Uh, midterm inclusion would probably mean that uh, if you have a a, a policy right. that's running, say okay, say you t- took something in October. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're about five, six, six months in into uh, uh, the the year's yeah. policy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you say, okay, I need special perils now. Because I'm I'm worried. Yeah, for the because uh, of flooding, I want I want to add uh, flooding coverage as well, uh. Yes, so you want to do that, and all these things, whatever that you want to add. Uh, some insurance companies will allow that, and you can just add and tag it on. So it, they will calculate uh, based on the sum mm-hmm. of that insured, and then you just have to pay on top of it. A top up, which, uh, Okay. Yeah, a top up. Right. So I think the the pertinent question is, we you know whether or not the um, the insurance company will allow it. If it doesn't, and you want that cover. Mm-hmm. Then you might have to sort of like um, to terminate the policy okay. and then oh. renew a new one. What happens to then things like the no claim bonus and stuff like that if you terminate uh, the policy? Will it continue to run? You know, uh, when if you were to terminate yeah. a, um, a policy midway, say six months in yeah. to make a new one, right? Yeah. Now, uh, are the six months of your existing policy uh, ex- existing cover taken into consideration, or does it start? from a clean slate with the new policy. I think um, that's something that needs to be asked when you do it. But it's important to ask if you are, say, maybe only the second year in, your third your third year in, you, you, you still have a lot of NCP that you can claim back, you know, uh, from okay. a percentage point of view. Right. Uh, at your 25%. Uh, so the next tier will be 35% or whatever it is. Right. And... Uh, what about that six months? Is that six months lost? Right, right. easy. Yeah, okay, okay. Okay. Thank you so much, Anthony, for taking the time and uh, explaining everything to us. That was very informational. Uh, no, well, no, no problems. Thank you very much. Fly FM. Now, we know that there have been more floods in KL, Selangor and other parts of Malaysia. The latest update is that there are about 500 people now at the flood relief centres. And unfortunately, reports say that the rain will continue throughout the week. So we'll be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone affected as much as possible. Um, If you have any info that could help or maybe you need help yourself, we are open to calls. Our number is 0377241144. My friend was stuck in his office in Wisma Central yeah. yesterday. Yeah. He could see the floodwaters rising. He even went to the lobby to take a video. Mm-hmm. There, were, there was water coming up from the drains, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was uh, quite, quite a havoc scene there. Yeah. And what he told me was quite interesting though. Mm-hmm. He said that they had been given a warning mm-hmm. uh, prior to, to yesterday. So I think it was, right. uh, was it like three days ago, four days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, their management actually told them that, hey, 
uh, there is a possibility the med department has informed us that there will be flash floods. Right. A possibility lah right. of flash floods happening. Uh, it was I think it was a Monday, Tuesday, and all that. Okay. The thing is though, what do you do with that information? Do you listen to it and go, oh, then I better take leave, lor. I better not come in. But if you do take leave mm-hmm. and then there is no flood, yeah. Uh, what happens? I do, that's the thing. I don't think it's your responsibility to take leave. I think the company should have heeded these warnings and given everybody a notice and said, you know what? I think for the next week we should work from home, just to adhere to these warnings. I, I, oh, I don't. It's not going to be that that easy though. I mean, we did it during uh, COVID. Everybody worked from home, so it's not like we're not well adjusted into this remote working situation. True. I think you should heed warnings, whatever that comes. Like, I mean, for example, the Ukraine war with. Russia, they got warnings one week, two weeks before the war happened. Governments told them to go, go and leave the country, mm. um, and you know go to the countryside, not not stay in the city. But they didn't take the warning seriously. Well, no, some did lah. But a lot of people, I guess, were just hoping that you know Russia would not attack. Yeah, because they think, oh, maybe you know it's something that they've heard before. Like it's always there are always warnings, True. right? In Ukraine, that Russia is going to attack. So okay, now if this was, if you were in a situation, for example, if management told you yeah. that hey man, uh, there might be flash floods happening within the Fly FM area, mm-hmm. uh, the next two days, would you heed that warning and abandon me and not show up to work? Yes, Douglas. <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> but yes, I think you need to protect ourselves, and I will probably tell the company like, look, these are serious things that that's happening, you know, and it's real. So we have to take precautions what we do we have to move our stuff out we have to go to higher ground you have to clear out the area don't suffer the losses after see that's the difference between you and me you know well you still come budu budu no I, they don't <laughs> they don't give warning so I won't come <laughs> <laughs> nonsense FM. now we know that there's been more floods in KL Selangor and other parts of Malaysia the latest update is that there are about 500 people now at the flood relief centres and unfortunately reports say that the rain will continue so we will be updating you on the situation and trying to help everyone as much as possible if you have any info that you think could help we are open to call 0377241144 we're also trying to learn more about the situation so we're speaking to Idil who is a social activist with over 19,000 followers on Twitter and he uses his platform and voice towards raising awareness on environmental issues hi Idil hi good morning as well hi thank you so much for making time to talk to us yeah no worries at all I'm glad to uh, participate in this uh, conversation can you tell us do you think Climate change played a part in the recent floods. Oh, yes, definitely. And I think this was, uh, you know, connecting to the statement that the Ministry of Environment and Water just made yesterday Mm -hmm. um, that the rainfall that happened in Kuala Lumpur um, yesterday was up to a half a month period in just two hours. That is is insane. Yes, exactly. That is a direct example of how the climate crisis is making rainfall much more unpredictable and more and more intense. So the um, sort of overwhelming rainfall that happened yesterday in Kuala Lumpur was, you know, uh, was too much to uh, bear when it comes to our drainage systems. Mm-hmm. And um, in fact, in the last three decades, we've had 30% of extreme rainfall in Kuala Lumpur alone. Um, so Malaysia is definitely seeing more extreme weather patterns. Uh, another uh, point to make here is that usually in March it's going to be a drought season. Mm-hmm. You know, the monsoon season is you know perhaps at the final 
part of the year, but it's right. happening right now in March when there's usually a drought. Mm-hmm. So it sort of proves this um, this notion that climate change is definitely making extreme weather, whether it's uh, rainfall or drought and other forms of uh, of disasters, more and more and more unpredictable. And I think uh, this is really uh, proving as a you know. And a continuous problem that Malaysia will face in light of the climate. Ideal. Uh, let me mm-hmm. let me jump in here for a short while, right? Okay. So we know this is climate. Um, really, it's it's something. Uh, I wouldn't say it's beyond our control, but yeah. it is nature, la. However, is there also a way our city maybe could improve, could adapt to these uh, you know wild weather patterns that we are experiencing? Yes, definitely. I think the reduce of greenhouse gas emissions is an ambitious plan, but it is not a focus on climate adaptation, which is not like mitigation. Adaptation is meaning that we build resilience against these uh-huh. challenges uh-huh. enforced by uh, the climate crisis. Uh-huh. So. One of the adaptation plans that Malaysia should focus on are nature-based solutions, or NBS. They are investing in the power of nature, harnessing the power of nature to tackle these problems. Uh, these include, you know, protecting ecosystems, because we know that deforestation can lead to more flooded days. Mm-hmm. Uh, this means that we are uh, restoring degraded habitat or simply creating sponge cities like what is being implemented in China and Singapore where uh, they have realized that we shouldn't sort of like push the water away or remove the water from these rainfall but rather than let the water flow naturally through lush vegetation, through through, uh, rivers, through wetlands, making sure that nature sort of benefits from this rainfall, allowing sort of biodiversity to play its part, mm-hmm. to play its really main role in just giving us the benefit that we should just sort of like don't have really have to pay for it. Yeah. And I think Smart City is an interesting concept that Malaysia should emulate in adapting to the climate crisis. Fly F. Now, with more floods happening in KL, Selangor and other parts of Malaysia, it's become quite alarming and, you know, obvious that we need to do something about this. We're speaking to Ideal, who is a social activist with over more than 19,000 followers on Twitter. And he uses his platform and voice towards raising awareness on environmental issues. Now, Ideal, Malaysia really is at a point where the people have to lobby for this. I think we've realized a lot in these past few years that people do have power. People like Um, you, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, you inspire you. a lot of people to, to go into action. You yeah, know? but for us, uh, we don't want to just blame and be angry about this. So what are some practical things that we can do to help prevent floods? What? Who are the people that we reach out to? What do we say in our letters to them? Oh, definitely. And I think one of the most important things that we can do as an individual is to constantly network with your members of parliament. Mm-hmm. You know, to sort of like email them, call them, saying that, to have sort of like an opinion to them in terms of uh, what they can do within their capacity as politicians mm-hmm. to enforce better um, climate-friendly policies. Mm-hmm. But furthermore, I think the most important role that we have as a community is to support climate movements, local climate movements in Malaysia. And these sort of NGOs, the civil society, based in uh, the concept of environmentalism, climate justice, etc., 
include those like climate action, um, Quasipera, uh, Malaysian youth delegation, and collective eclaim. These movements are led by young people uh, that are pioneers of biodiversity conservation, climate action, environmental justice. It's important for us to lend our support to these youth-led organizations because uh, sometimes they would require funding, they mm-hmm. would would require capacity building um, and I think uh, as a young person I'm very much tired of being told that I'm an agent of change or that I have to be hopeful I think it's important that we turn the tables around to adults and for them to start making action rather than <laughs> yes. relying on young people for action yes thank you so much very well said thank you so much Idil thank you so much for including me in this appreciate session. it bye bye man this is the Douglas Lim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.